Hello, farm friends. Welcome into another edition of our Farm Friends Pen Care Total Office podcast. My name is Graham Cadell, and we appreciate you having us tuned in with you this week. We've got another exciting show lined up today. David Alban, who is lined up with us with Firewalk Adventures, and we are going to find out all about what he does and the good things that he offers. And we're going to do so right after this word from our sponsor here today. Once again, the good folks that make the show possible, David Pennell and Pencare Total Office. We'll be right back. Are you using Pencare Total Office for your office supplies and office furniture needs? Many businesses in Ash and surrounding counties are already taking advantage of their great products and services. Pencare is an approved HP, Brother, Canon, and Epson ink and toner supplier. They offer free local delivery and easy online ordering for all your office and janitorial needs. They're also on NC State contract for government and state agencies. Give Pencare a call today at 336-990-0774 or visit them at pencarellc.com or Facebook. From the break room to the boardroom, Pencare Total Office totally has it all. All right. Yes, they do. Pencare Total Office. Thank you to those folks and also the support of David Pennell and the support of the Ash County Chamber of Commerce. Dave Alban, have I got that right or is it Alban? Alban? Uh, you know, I'll respond to both, Graham. <laughs> Dave Alban then. Okay. Well, uh, Thank you for being with us today, Dave, and uh, you indeed are a member of the Ash County Chamber of Commerce and also the owner-operator of Firewalk Adventures, creating life-changing experiences. Welcome to our show. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Graham. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Yes, sir. Well, let's, uh, let's hey, let's don't hide it any longer. Tell folks about what you do, Dave, a little history on yourself, I guess, to begin with, and then, of course, let's talk a little bit about your business. Sure. So, um you know where this began for me was uh, uh, many years ago. I was uh, I was grossly addicted to drugs and alcohol, and um, I came to that turning point where you know the pain had to stop. And so I woke up one morning, and it was either put a bullet in my head or you know reach out for help in some way. Wow! And I came very I came very close to putting a bullet in my head. I actually put that I actually put that pistol in my mouth twice, um, and mm. I ended up calling Alcoholics Anonymous. And they sent a man to come pick me up. They took he, he took me to a meeting. I went to four meetings that day, and um, I got up the next morning. And one of the members called me and asked me if I could go if, if he could take me to breakfast. And he took me back to some meetings. And one day turned into two, two turned into a week, a week turned into a month. <clears throat> and once I got to a month, they gave me a little medallion that said thirty days sober. Right. Then I picked up one for sixty days, ninety days, six months, nine months, and then. I got the uh, the proud blue chip that stood for one year, and that was on June 8th of 1988. And the only reason I tell that part of the story is that part of my recovery included insomnia. And so I was up late all the time. I, my sleep patterns were all over the place. And I was up late one night watching television, and I saw an infomercial. And there was a guy by the name of Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. who's a very well-known motivational speaker, and he was selling a program. And to date myself here, the program he was selling came on little white things called cassette tapes. <laughs> so, right? Yes. So, long story long story short, I bought it. He sent it to me. I went through the program. It was 30 days. And I did what the man taught me to do, and it worked. Wow. And I ended up loaning it to a friend of mine uh, who, seven years later, after he went through it as well, called me on the phone and said, Hey, Tony Robbins is coming to town live. And you got me into this. 
let's go see this guy. And I and I didn't hesitate. I said, yeah, I'm in. Let's go, let's go see it. Right. And so he said, well, I'll call you back, and I'll make arrangements. And he called me back, and he, and he said, hey, we pick up the tickets at Will Call. It's all taken care of. Um, and uh, they, here's what they said to do. Uh, drink a lot of water, hydrate, bring some snacks, be prepared to spend a lot of time in the room, have a great attitude, and be ready to play full out, the man said. Yeah. And I said, Dan, I just spent 700 bucks. Don't worry. I'll play full out. And <laughs> Graham, just as he was getting ready to hang up the phone, he said, oh, by the way, we're going to be doing a fire walk. Oh, man. And I remember thinking, oh, hell no. <laughs> I mean, are you are you kidding me? No, I'm not saying this. It's just this is what's going through my head. Right. And so, I, you know, but I, I didn't even really know what that meant. Right. All I knew was that I wasn't going to do it. Wow. And that is when I really had one of my first breakthroughs in how fear had influenced my life and all the things that fear had stolen from me and taken from me because, you know, I allowed fear to become my jailer rather than my God. Right, right. And so anyway, I got to the event. Tony took the stage at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not going to do it. I'm with 3,500 people at this seminar. And when it came time to firewalk, which was after midnight, <laughs> uh, Tony's uh, team had built a big fire in a parking lot. It was a giant fire. And he had us take our shoes off inside. Well, I struggled with that because I'm like, I'm not going to do this. So why am I taking my shoes off? Right. And then it dawned on me. Yeah, but if you don't take your shoes off, everybody else that's going out there are going to see that you're wearing your shoes and they're going to know you're not doing it. And then, you know, they're, you know, the perception of all that. Right. So I took my shoes off with the only real intent was I didn't want people to know that I was, you know, being a coward here. <laughs> and so my strategy was to go hide out in the back and I'll just hide. Right. And uh, not a good strategy. <laughs> and the reason for that is because Tony's people know where all the cowards are. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah. next thing you know, this guy came out of nowhere, and he locked eyes with me. And and uh, to this day, I don't know who this man is. But um, he, he just looked at me, and he said, are you okay? Because he could tell that I wasn't. You know, I was pretty fearful. Sure. And uh, he says, are you okay? And, of course, what do we do when people ask us that? We lie. Yeah. You know, we go, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm doing great. I'm great. Yeah, I'm doing great. Don't worry about me. All good over here. And uh, and then he, this man asked me a question that changed my life. He said, well, uh, are you going to walk tonight? And I said, no, absolutely not. And then he said, well, wouldn't you at least like to watch? And I said, well, yeah, actually I would. He said, well, you can't see anything from way back here, which is true. I was standing way at the back. I had three thirty five hundred people standing in front of me i couldn't see anything right exactly he said, well you're just he, he said just get in line and when you get up there eventually you'll be able to see it well getting in line led to me being in a trance it led <laughs> to me one of tony's people came up and whispered in my ear and said he knows when you're ready when he says go you go <laughs> and i thought you know let me tell you where you can go i'm not doing <laughs> i'm just not right exactly and and then i got up to the front of the line and what they did, Tony took that big fire over there, and they loaded the coals in wheelbarrows. Yep. And they brought a wheelbarrow and, and staged it in between uh, two lanes. And how they built the lane was they laid down sod. They laid down grass. Right. And it was about three feet, three feet wide, about 15 feet long. Okay. And I'm staring at those coals, and they're bright red, and I can feel the heat coming off of them. And, and the next thing you know, the, there's a trainer standing there, and he yelled at me. And he said, eyes up! And I, and I startled me. I brought my eyes up, and 
I guess I'm a slow learner because when I was in the room with Tony for 10 hours, yeah. he says, don't stare, don't stare into the abyss. Don't stare at what you fear. Look to the celebration end at the other end. That's where, that's where it's, you know, that's where it all is. Mm-hmm. And so he said, squeeze your fist and say yes. And I went, yes. And he went stronger. And I went, yes. <laughs> and then he got in my face and screamed at me. And that's when I threw my hands in the air and screamed yes. And he said, go, go, go. And I took off. Right. Now, so here's the first thing I learned about firewalking. If you take the first step, oh, you'll take the second, third, fourth, and fifth. <laughs> right? Yeah, no doubt. And so there it was. I firewalked. I got to the end. A couple of guys stop you. And now I'm in total disbelief. I had just walked across coals that were 1,000 degrees, and I didn't burn myself. And I didn't have a clue how I had done it. Wow. All I knew is that I, I did it. Right. And so... Uh, you know, it was just one of those, you know, one of those things. And so what, where it got really, really interesting was um, the next day. Okay. Because there I was with 30, I'm with 3,500 people. I never met any of these people in my life. Mm-hmm. And yet I had a connection with them and I felt like I knew them. I had known them my entire life. Right. People were hugging. People were hugging, crying, talking, connecting. Unlike anything I've ever seen in my in my entire life, yeah, and and so that's when the light bulb went off for me. I thought, really, that firewalk connected thirty five hundred people as close as we were. Yeah, and again, I'd never seen anything, ever witnessed anything. Wow! So that's when my fascination with firewalking took place. Yeah, and I, I guess studying it, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I found that it, it had been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Cultures all over the world have been using it way before any Western cultures have. The Tahitians, the Polynesians, the Hawaiians, the people of India, the Indo-Europeans. I mean, the Native American Indians here, you know, in the high country. Yeah. The, 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 Cher- the Cherokees up here actually firewalked. Wow. And they did it, they did it for a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a motivational seminar kind of a thing which tony robbins turned it into right so the bottom line is i got involved with tony's companies and uh, that would have been back in 1995 1996 and then in 2003 tony pulled me aside and asked me uh after being very involved with the fire team and i also had a security background so i was doing some uh i was helping with taking care of some of his celebrities right and that's when he asked me to take over all his firewalks globally Wow. and and um um, um, I, um, I, 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 I accepted, I yeah. accepted his offer and, and he even paid for my family to travel globally. Wow. And nice. so there I was, I was homeschooling my kids and we were on the road traveling with Tony Robbins all over the world. Fantastic. And fast forward that one, uh, Graham in 2014, I'm driving down the road and my phone rings and it's Google uh-huh. and Google, Google reached out to me and asked me. Uh, to come to, they wanted to know, first of all, if, if I was, if I was the Dave Alvin that did the firewalks for Tony Robbins and, um, I was right. And, and so they, they wanted to know if, if I was under any non-compete, uh, or, you know, did I have some kind of, uh, uh, you know, legal contract with Tony where I couldn't do anything else, which I did not. And they wanted me to put on a firewalk for them for 148 of their executives uh, in, um, California and Mountain View. Nice. So 
that's when the light bulb went off. And I, I ended up talking to a couple of the uh, Google executives, and they both looked at me and said, I don't think you realize, but the marketplace for this in corporate America is beyond anything you could imagine. Huh. And he said, if I were in your, if I were in your shoes, I would be, uh, I'd be considering taking this on the road. Yep. Well, then I took that to heart. I retired from Tony's organization. And the next thing I know, Graham, I'm, I'm at NASA. I'm at Notre Dame. I'm at Microsoft. I'm at Chick-fil-A. I'm at Remax. I've got all these companies coming to me. And that's really when the company was born in 2014. And, We've been doing it ever since. I moved up here to the high country. I fell in love with it. Um, I did my very first fire walk up here in the high country at Mystery Hill over in Blowing Rock. Okay. And which was, um, which was really, you know, a lot of fun. And then um, I joined the chamber. In fact, I did a couple of glass walks for the chamber um, for their leadership program for two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And um, so I also did the very first fire walk up here in Ash County. We had a group of women called the women's empowerment group and there was about 40 of them yeah and we we did that event 2019 and um we did the seminar itself the indoor part at boondocks at the brewery right and then we did we did the fire walk uh in the street right next to the brew house okay and so right so i had to go before the uh uh before the board and um here in town and we told them what we wanted to do, and they basically said, "Well, look, you know, talk to the fire captain. <laughs> yeah. If it's okay with him, if it's okay with him, then it's okay with us because you're doing it in the street in between two brick buildings, right? So we should be fine." So uh, the captain's really cool. So we we put a pumper truck up at the top of the hill there, and and Matt, one of the firefighters, was up there, and he was he, so he came to it. So the, so the fire truck was right there, and and we had a really great time. The girls were here for. I think it was a three day event. Right. And um so that was that was that was a lot of fun. Let me and, um yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna let me interject here just a minute. I just want to let folks know once again today we're talking with uh Dave Alban. He is a master instructor, keynote slash speaker with his company Firewalk Adventures. And uh that's what we're chatting about today. Go ahead, Dave, continue. I just wanted to uh, interject there for a sec. Yeah, sure. Um so you know the marketplace in the U.S. and internationally uh, uh, for keynote uh, experiences, like keynote talks and experiences like this, uh, corporate team building is, um, they're looking, you know, they're looking for stuff like this because, you know, at the end of the day, what doesn't challenge you, Graham, doesn't change you. Right. And so we know that. And, uh, you know, many, many CEOs today are struggling with, how do I bring my people back together? Sure. Because this this pandemic has just ripped people apart, right? Because now it's about it's about mask and where we should or shouldn't wear them. Do they work? Do they work? Get a vaccine? Don't get a vaccine? You know the media uh, that's uh, bombarding people today. Obviously, the political uh, challenges between parties that are ripping people apart, ripping families apart. And so today, uh, you know, any CEO, business owner, entrepreneur is like, how do I bring my people back and bring them back to the human? mystic side of things right where they're not being influenced by a political party they're not being influenced by um, um, uh, the media and so this is a way to do it and i have been doing it so we're real busy uh, we're already 65 percent booked for 2022 mm-hmm. and um so you know we're excited to be back and doing what we do obviously when the when the pandemic hit back in 
uh, really, I guess it was in March of 2020 when all the uh, gigs that we had booked uh, pretty much, you know, they all canceled or postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my business came to a screeching halt. Right. And, um, you know, that was okay because, you know, I'm, I'm semi-retired. I don't have to do this. Uh, there's other things I could do, but this has been a very uh, powerful, um, I don't know, experience and being able to really change people's lives on a grand scale um, in doing this. So it's been right. a lot of fun been very rewarding and i've had the honor and and pleasure to work with some of america's biggest companies yeah no doubt about it uh you can go to your website there i was checking it out earlier and uh let's just pass that along here it is uh firewalkadventures.com is that correct that's correct yeah i was checking uh checking that out and uh Everything you're talking about is on that page, and folks can do their own research and find out more. I was checking out uh, some of the stuff there at the bottom. It's really cool. That uh, tell me about those two world records you set. You got a world record for the glass walk and a fire walk. Yeah, we did. Uh, so uh, Tony Robbins and I did a fire walk in London in 2005, mm-hmm. and there were 12,300 people. Wow. So that's the largest uh, gathering of firewalkers that's ever uh, been done in the world. Um, and then, you know, firewalking isn't always logistically possible, right? Right. There's just there's just a lot of things that go on if you're gonna if you're gonna build a bonfire in the middle of the street somewhere of a parking lot or whatever, right? And it's again, it's just not possible. So. We created the glass walk experience for that because then that now it can be done indoors. You don't need a fire marshal. You don't need any of that. And you don't have to clean it up. You just walk in with a suitcase full of glass, lay it out, walk them, pick it up, put it back in a suitcase, and you're out of there. Yeah. So I had a, I had a client out of Montreal who hired us, and we did, uh, I think we did four events in Montreal before the pandemic. And then uh, he did the same event in Paris. Right. And uh, so in 2019, uh, we did a glass walk in Paris, which was also a world record, uh, where we glass walked uh, over 1,500 people. Wow. Cool. Uh, In fact, one of the glass walkers at that event was a man by the name of Cedric. Uh, Got to meet Cedric. Cedric uh, was basically paralyzed from the waist down. And... um, he was born that way, and but he had a lot of upper body strength, and uh, he ended up uh, doing the glass walk on his hands, which Man. was uh, which was pretty cool. Which I think there might be a picture of that, or oh, you know what? There's a video. on Yes, website. I, I was getting ready to uh, say. Uh, uh, yeah, I, wa- I watched right. the video yesterday. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Cedric's a really cool guy. We stay in pretty close contact, and I've had a lot of experiences like that. You know, I my team and I have firewalked. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people. I've literally lost count. Uh, we sure. had a young man firewalk with us in Tampa. He was a collegiate athlete down in the Tampa area, and he got hit by a drunk driver, and he lost both legs in the car accident. And, uh, you know, he went from being a collegiate athlete, playing football, baseball, wrestling, you name it, right. was definitely headed to a professional career in sports, mm-hmm. probably as baseball. And, of course, that all came to a screeching halt. So he was contemplating suicide. And one of his buddies said, hey, Tony Robbins is coming to town. Before you kill yourself, why don't you go see Tony? Right. And so the next thing we know, he was at the firewalk, and he, he literally positioned himself 
uh, went into a handstand and uh, out of his wheelchair on his own. Nobody gave him any help, and he walked across the fire on his hands. Wow. So, you know, right? So when you see things like that, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I've touched, you know, thousands of people's lives with this, and I've got testimonial after testimonial after testimonial. You know, my team has walked, again, hundreds of thousands of people, and a lot of them are very famous. You're, yeah, so we've okay. walked everybody, right? We've walked everybody from Oprah to Usher. Wow, yeah. You know, and a whole bunch of celebrities in between, you name it. Uh, everybody from Anthony Hopkins to the Dog Whisperer, uh, <laughs> you know, so... Um, there's there's great contrast there. My kids firewalked the first time in 2002, and uh, my daughter was six. My son was nine. Um, Fantastic. So I offer that today. Um, yeah. I've added the board break. I've added the board break experience to that. Mm-hmm. But now the kids get to go through two uh, very powerful experiences. I show them how to break a board with their bare hands, which the only the only way they ever really get a chance to do that is they'd have to join a martial arts studio. Right. Typically, they use the board. They use the board break right to graduate to another belt, or you know, elevate themselves right to another belt. Yeah, no so doubt I can, about I, it. I can take a, I can take a group of kids, and you know, in less than an hour, I can show them how to do it, and they break the board, and we do video and and, and pictures of it, so the kids have that for the rest of their lives. So, Fantastic. you know, I'm I'm using what I've learned, kind of like what I did in AA, you know, because AA is very very um, um, uh, specific in uh, making sure that you keep your side of the street clean and then, you know, you have a responsibility uh, to help others achieve sobriety. And so if you take that theme uh, of helping others achieve sobriety and help save their life and then add the firewalking and and or the team building to it, it, it goes together. It's a really beautiful match. Right, absolutely. Well, it sounds like, uh, Dave, that you got a lot of great team-building exercises or opportunities here for people. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, how folks can get in touch with you here in just a second uh, as we wrap up. Tell me, uh, I've got to ask you about the Arrow Break experience. What's that all about? Uh, the Arrow Break is another experience that we created for the indoors. And basically uh, what you do is uh, we put the arrow in the soft spot of your neck uh, we have them write something on a post-it note that they want to move towards. They put the post-it note on the wall. They put the arrow, the fletching end, up on the wall, and then they step through and they break the arrow. Wow. Um, it's, per- it's pretty scary. It's also very safe uh, because the pounds per square inch that it takes to break that arrow is about 24 pounds, and for it to actually pierce their skin and their trachea would be about 150 pounds per square inch. So um, it's never even drawn blood. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty scary because again yeah. the the, the if you're thinking hey if this thing pierces my trachea uh, I'm in a lot of trouble yeah um, and and so uh, yeah we created it as well it goes really well uh, a lot of clients when they hire me I I, I recommend they combine two experiences uh, together so we combine the arrow break with the glass walk right and then we com- right and then we combine the uh, board break with the uh, with the fire fire walk. All right. Sounds good. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, just out of curiosity, do you make your people, that, do they have to sign waivers or anything? It uh, depends on the client. Okay. Um, you know, I've never had anybody injured. I've never had anybody hurt. I've never had anybody hospitalized. Right. I've never had, uh, I've never been sued, and I've been at this for three decades. Okay. All um, right. So I don't make people sign anything. Okay. Uh, you know, if they're coming to me. Now, the client, if it's a corporation, 
you know, a corporate attorney is going to be involved, and they definitely want somebody to sign a hold harmless agreement, right? Um, which is fine. Uh, I, I can ensure the ensure the events as well, uh, but you know, again, that's just that's a decision that the client makes. Right. Got it. All right. Well, Dave, uh, I'll tell you what, we've gone into about th- uh, 25 minutes here, and uh, I-, I told you I wanted to be respectful of your time. Uh, you say you've got a lot of good stuff booked up already, but uh, if folks may be listening or-, or wanted to find out more, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, the website. Okay. Um, there, there, there's a ton of information there. Yep. Uh, my calendar's there as well. Uh, so if they have questions or they want to talk to us, they can click on the calendar. Uh, they can pick a date and time uh, that works for them mm-hmm. and then my calendar automatically sets up a zoom call yep and then we can we can have a conversation from there let me ask you too i wanted to ask you how many people work with you is it just a family business or do you have uh, several other folks that help you uh my family has been very supportive they've helped me with a lot of it my daughter's helped me with a lot of the photography and and all that and my son has helped me uh with a lot of it for years He's going to App now, so he used to live here in Fleetwood, so now he lives in Boone going to App. Yeah. He's got another uh, less than a year, and he'll have his bachelor's in computer engineering. My daughter is getting married. She's got a son now who's five years old, so that takes a lot of her time. So I have other people around the country that that help me. So I I don't want to say I'm a one-man band because I'm not. Right. I have hundreds 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 and hundreds of people that have helped me when I was with Tony Robbins who will drop what they're doing and come help me. Uh, anytime I'm going to be uh, in a city anywhere close close to them. Fantastic. Hey, that's some great stuff. Listen, I want you to hold the line here as we go off uh, off of the actual recording here, but uh, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you here today. And, uh, I mean, who knew? Right here in Ash County, Firewalk Adventures, creating life-changing experiences. And uh, I think that is the gist of it right there. It will change your life. And you've obviously had a life-changing experience, and we appreciate you sharing that. It's, it's been my pleasure, Graham. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, sir.